if you look at someone like Ninja, he is the ultimate marketable, <laughs> marketable influencer, right? Video influencer. Yeah. He doesn't swear. Right. Anyone that plays with him can't swear. They don't, they don't swear. They don't do it. They've even changed their vocabulary to account for it using, the, you know, the heck and all of that, which is something that I also don't think is relevant uh, or necessary, but I also understand why they're doing it. But I think if I was, you know, a chap looking to market games and I didn't know a lot about games, which could be likely, I might not know that the average age mm -hmm. of a gamer is 33 and I might think it's kids and therefore I would want something that's marketable to kids. And I don't think that somebody who swears excessively is, is marketable to kids, right? Does that make sense? I think Ninja's been very, yeah, Ninja's been very smart. I saw a clip, weirdly, I think it was either today or yesterday, of Ninja pre-Big yeah big Ninja. So pre-explosion. And he, someone called him, and it was, they bleeped it out. It was one of the more offensive, homophobic uh, slurs. And he lost complete composure to the point where if the person was in the room, it looked like he would get up and punch them. Yeah. He really got angry. And all sorts of F-bombs were being dropped. Uh, so he's really turned around. And pure, it's got to be because one of two things. Either he's recognized his audience is, is of an age where his average audience isn't as old as ours. Uh, so they've got, to, they've got to have a... There's got to be an etiquette to that. And obviously the marketability. The official statement was that he, he thought that the majority of his audience were going to be like nine, ten-year-olds. That's, that's, that, that was his official statement. But I like that. I like that moral, ethical... Because I'm a very sort of morally lined i want i don't want to swear in front I agree of completely. a 10 year old i don't want to have adult themes in a place that is wrong so it's something that i work all the it's... time to cut out of my stream i really don't like it i don't that's not what i'm trying to sell i, I gaming is an escape right it's it's something that i do to get away from things i spend i, I work as a bouncer I spend my life around people swearing all the time inappropriate jokes stuff that you're like really are we doing this you know it, it gets inside your skin and the idea of doing that on a stream is is irritating to me but ninja does also do the uh ninja after dark thing right does he yeah he, I'm, he... I'm gonna be honest i don't really watch ninja too much he's not i don't have time to to get into his channel as, as a if you were to study him as a product as an individual in that regard you you would slowly see that that's that's exactly what he is he's the perfect brandable streamer uh the golden boy you know he's 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 a good looking guy you know he keeps himself trim he conducts himself well he very rarely breaks brand at any point his wife is one of the best managers in the business when it comes to it. But every now and then he does. He'll do Mixer After Dark. So his entire channel branding changes. Um, he gets, you know, it, it goes darker. The theme goes darker. Everything changes about it. it. It's not professionally done, this particular theme, which is something I notice a lot. Um, and he'll play games like Sekiro, you know, rage-inducing games. But his community are, is so Fortnite-based that when he walks away, they 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 stay where they are. They don't follow him to Sekiro. That's, that's absolutely percentage. true. He, his his viewership does drop considerably, but at the end of the day, the guy's a multimillionaire. You know, you want to take a core. That's what he wants. Yeah, I I have people in my in my community that will turn up regardless of what I'm playing, and I have games I know that they won't turn up whatever i'm you know what for what i'm playing um but sometimes when you're doing something silly like when i used to do those little lip sync web shows if you ever saw one of those um they were they were for a very select core of people in my community you know they weren't designed to be for everyone they were just good fun as a as, you know for a bit of attention and a bit of let's just let off some steam and i think they're an in that, joke exactly that exactly that
So, you know, a short stream every now and then, something like that, or a Ninja After Dark or anything like that, I think is a good idea. Every streamer, realistically, even the ones that give you this this line about, I just want to be a small community and blah, I, I don't, I'm a cynic, no, we'd, I don't we'd believe We don't be happier as professionals with yeah. 10,000 people rather than 10. Exactly. There's no, there's no in between. Right. And, and, and you're being unfair to yourself to say otherwise, because that, that phrasing, you know, dress for the job you want. This is one of the only industries in the world where I think fake it till you make it doesn't actually apply. You, you can't fake streaming. You, you, if you're a horrible person, people are going to pick up on it pretty quick. You know, it's how it works. And then um, horrible people will gravitate towards you. Well, exactly that. There's a market for them as well. But <laughs> lid for every pot. Exactly that. Exactly that. And I, I worry sometimes that you stray off the path a little bit and something that you do may, you know, uh, affect you later on down the road without you really realizing that that's a thing. Yeah, I don't really have an example of that. But, you know, when these people dig up tweets from 100 years ago and that sort of malarkey. I think we all um, we're all human. We all have a uh, an evolution within how we started to to where we want to be and and where we are. So maybe somewhere in the middle of that is where you sit. So we've all done stuff or said stuff that we wouldn't say now because we learned not to say those things anymore, not to do those things anymore because they were stupid. But you didn't know any better until you made a mistake. Yeah, growing as a person is definitely necessary in this thing. But where do you, the question comes? Um, like, where do you draw the line? You know, where do you draw the line between being your very authentic self, whatever that may be, and being a marketable product, which is ultimately what we're trying to build. I think the problem for me that I have is that I, if you think of the spectrum, one being who you are and a hundred being who the brand wants you to be, mm -hmm. I sit I sit at 10, 15, whereas you should probably sit 70, 80. You got it, and, right? Uh, but I sit at 10. Because if I'm unhappy or if I'm sad or if I'm elated, my community will know. Um, I've been through big things during my time as a streamer, huge life-changing uh, things that, that I couldn't and wouldn't hide. And looking back, I was probably a little too honest about them. And I was probably, I allowed it to show in not an unprofessional way, but realistically a very unprofessional way that, I should hide that all. But you, you should just be the, the happy-go-lucky streamer guy. But I didn't. I pulled from 10 to 2. Do you not think that you lose connection there, though, if you do that? If you do if you do go 70, you know, straight, yeah, straight, straight, and stay there, you're going to lose the connection you have with the people because they... Everybody knows that everybody can't be happy all the time, right? I mean, I'm, I'm one of the most optimistic people you will find. Absolutely. Uh, in regards to that stuff, but I'm also, I'm an extreme realist. I, I see the, you know, I don't, I don't tend to have up and down emotion waves. I just coast along exactly as I am. I'm like, well, I can control this, so I will deal with it. I can't control that, so I can't deal with it and so on and so forth, right? It's a, it's a cultured mindset that's very deliberate. Let's, let's take the good morning tweets I used to do, right? If I do a good morning tweet every single day, which I did for many months, you'll find that at first you get loads of engagement, but after a while it wears off and people become less interested in the constantly happy guy, almost as if they want you to trip up just to see it. Because of that, People you end love up drama. stopping it. Of course they do. Of course they do, especially on the internet. I, I actively avoid it because it's, it smells bad. But I, I feel that you have to, you, you are a person, but take a, take a thing that happened the other day. A blueberry comes into my channel and he said, I was in the middle of something, I forget what it was, but I know that it was enough that I was concentrating. 
and you'll have done this. You see the message, you log it in your brain. You're like, I'm going to reply to that in just a minute. I'm just going to knock through this bit, right? So I put my focus on and I went through it. And this guy spammed high about four or five times. And then we get the, does he even check chat and all of that sort of stuff. I believe that once you've gotten to the point where they're doing the, does he even check chat, you're almost dehumanized to that person. Yeah, you're not, you're not part of i think there's two schools of thought on it obviously the, the the person and i'm assuming probably younger person that was in chat that said hi five times then you didn't respond you weren't looking as far as they were concerned so they asked someone else so obviously we'll refer to you as he but i completely get the instinct of what you're you're now cutting me out of my own stream yeah That's you become it's the, the analogy that i came up with in my head was that they go from being I have members of my community that I'm close to. And in my mind, when I'm playing a game, they're sat on the couch with me. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And in this particular person's head, he was watching me through an aquarium window. Yeah? There was a massive degree of separation there. I have, I have theories and I have views on this um, that are fairly new to me, relatively speaking. Um, and it's the way I try to, to approach it because I, I quite often play some um, games that will bring in a, a young audience, games like Fortnite. So that the person there dehumanized you. This is how you feel. They dehumanized you. They, they took you out of the engagement part that you were in. Uh, they separated you from them. But your, that's your point of view because you've been there. You've the whole stream, the hours that you've been streaming, you've been chatting to people and you lost yourself in the game for... 20 seconds maybe because that's all it can take and then that's what happened but that person might have been in 10 different streams that day yeah and this every a single of one of those streams ignored him because they were very focused on the game and they're really there's, there's the two types of streamers where they're they're obviously they're, they're game focused where we're not we're very community focused or they've gone into newer streamers who just haven't quite gained the skill of that constantly looking at chat with one eye while playing with the other eye so you're right, they separate you, but, but I'm trying to get into a mindset of they they didn't, they've just been treated wrong and they've not, just not understood. It's the same as when, when you're playing a game and you're asked 50 times, what game is this? What game is this? What mm -hmm. game is this? Can I join? Can I join? Can I join? And your, your frustration after 50 questions of it is, well, I'm still playing Fortnite. Why do you keep asking me? This is obviously Fortnite. But when you come in on certain platforms, they're not told what game you're playing. They might not know what play you're playing and, and they didn't ask you 50 times. They only asked ask you once. 49 times. They yeah. only asked you once. And if you snap or you are sarcastic at them, and I've been so guilty of being sarcastic to people because I've been asked 50 times and obviously it's Sea of Thieves. <laughs> that I'm, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to evolve my style to, to not be that guy anymore uh, and be more inclusive. And that's not to suggest you're not being inclusive. Don't take it that way. But I'm trying to put myself into their view. And that's I, something I've always struggled yeah, with. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I, I come from a unique position in that I've bounced nightclubs for the past 11 years. So putting myself in someone else's perspective is quite, quite easy. The, the bit that I find hard, do I find it hard? I don't even know if I find it necessarily hard, but the bit that I find difficult is that there are some people that... <laughs> It's not, it's not trolly behavior. That's not even quite what I mean. I'm not 100% sure where I was going with this. I've, I've lost my chain of thought. But <laughs> uh, sarcasm does not translate well. Let's go there. So somebody comes in, they ask you a question, you reply in a certain way, thinking, uh, intending it to mean 
something or intending it to be taken a certain way. And obviously, the main difference is we can reply with tone. Yeah. As a streamer, they cannot. They're replying in text. So if you're not focusing as you should be, you might take something wrong or misread a word. I mean, how many times have you done that where you misread a single word and it changes the meaning of the sentence? How many times have you repeatedly read the same sentence four or five or six times still got it wrong still got it wrong and and chat saying to you just read it properly yeah and it's uh oh okay you meant okay uh every little bit of sarcasm that i just typed at you just i'm an idiot i'm sorry well i mean including sarcasm in the in the stream in in what we do goes back again to the perfect brand you want to sarcasm does not translate well across oceans for a start no uh it it, american Amer- yeah, we have a very different sarcasm style to America. Uh, Europe does not enjoy sarcasm very much unless they've been, you know, wildly exposed to it. But for the most part, it's not a universal thing. And you just come across as offensive. You know, these are, yeah, we and, love it. Yeah, we love it. It's part of what we do. But you've also got to be aware of, say you come into my channel or I come into yours and we have an interaction and it is sarcastic. We know that's sarcastic. But you don't know that the 10 viewers that are sat in the bottom of the stream there, they might just take it as offensive and then decide to leave because of it. Yeah, I, You can be rude to your friends, but they don't know your friends. But they don't know your friends. Yeah, someone. you're just being yeah. rude to a, another person on the name and they think, well, I don't want to be next. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's something I'm acutely aware of. As, as am I, as am I. But that doesn't mean it doesn't still happen. Oh no, I do all the time. I'm, I'm very bad at following my own advice. Yeah, that's, that I could, yes. Yeah, that's why I have my notepad, right? I write everything down. I'm like, this is my improvement for this week. At the minute, I'm desperately trying to get bad language out on my stream. I'm desperately trying. I'm, in fact, we should do a thing. We I'm should trying do to get it out between the two of us. We should pick a we charity should. or something and 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 do a swear jar or something along those lines. That would be. We should do some it. sort yes. of idea. We, but we should do a, a, a. I'm a very competitive person. I know exactly how you are. I've got a feeling you're probably edging <laughs> that way as well. <laughs> so i think that if we did a who breaks the stream swear etiquette first yeah forfeit that would well, okay that would work uh and and it's gonna end up being a, and i know I've, i already know you well enough to know what you're gonna say Ooh, the first person who breaks it has to dab on stream I no, don't God, dab. no 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 I'll, I don't dab. Dab. I'll dab if i have to but no i don't want to dab how about how about then we'll do it here we'll do it here pre-recorded and uh on file the first person to break stream etiquette has to buy the Witherspoons dinner at Egypt. Bang. That sounds like a great yeah. plan. That's that's about £30 on the line. Right? I am going to order so much food <laughs> that you are not going to be able to make the next EGX. If, well, we, if we say that now, and is, we, it, is it up until EGX or are we doing this for a week? No, let's do it up until EGX. Let's, let's, go, oh, that, let's, let's, let's go all in. Let's just go all in right now. Yeah, yeah, we we're going to go by the honour system because I trust you. Yeah, we're going to feel st- like we'll I could probably we'll be start honest. on Sunday. We'll start on Sunday because why we're not, wait, 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 why are we not starting tomorrow? Because we're both streaming together on Sunday. So okay. let's start then when we can both be next to each other and not try and encourage each other. But it'll also be kind of fun to try and trip you up. So also, I 100% am going to swear on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do, it's going to cost you your dinner. Oh, I don't so. want to swear. I'd like to have a free lunch. Well, let's work it out. There you go. That's it. That's it. Written down and confirmed. I'll leave, we'll tweet about it. We'll make it a thing, right? We'll make it a swear challenge. Yep. Yep, that's the thing. I mean, I I just, I feel that swearing is... is... Whoa, whoa, people, whoa, 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 people... wait, 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 wait. I need well, to qualify what counts as a swear here. 
Um, um, bloody does not, and crap bloody does, does not. not. But anything shit and above? Anything shit and above, yeah. Let's go there. Cool. Okay. C, C bomb is an automatic disqualification from everything. C bomb um, is is, is, a is, big, is is out is there. A big we, no. That needs to just go away as a, as a thing. Um, I find I, I say bloody I'm a lot, and I, I'm okay with that. I think, not, I think I, I I wouldn't be offended by or wouldn't be worried about saying bloody in front of uh, an old person. No, I, well, I wouldn't be I worried would about saying it in front of my shit. kids. You know oh, what I mean? No, that's I, a good, that, see, I don't have kids. That's a good I, uh, setting to have. Well, it's part of the reason I'm trying to fix it. It's because I was on the phone the other day to a doorman and he was swearing a lot. So I was swearing a lot and my kid heard it. The next thing I know, she's calling, calling the baby a tickhead. She hadn't heard the um... word correctly, but you're like, oh, she's picked that up. She's <laughs> just hoovered so it up. And now yeah, now if you a hadn't ticket, sworn, you know? imagine, you wouldn't have that moment in your life. Swearing has enriched your life. It made it better. <laughs> it has a not. Dickhead. It has not. It has. The amount of times my daughter has to go, Daddy, that's a bad word. And you're like, I'm terribly sorry. You know. <laughs> I'll go stand in the corner. I just, I, I've never met a person that's offended that you didn't swear. I've met many people that are offended that you do. You know, that's, 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 that's how I see the world. I, I spent my life cutting out bad habits. I spent my life cutting out nasty little ticks that I don't like. Um, the thing like, that worries me you know. is that you seem like someone who's used to cutting out bad habits and Absolutely. cutting out nasty little ticks, and I'm someone who leans into them. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like you may, I may have. There may be a distinctive one well, well, you've made, you've, it's done. It's said now, my friend. It's one of these wave files here. It's one of those. It's been said. Just, it's I'll done. just edit it out. It'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on my side as well. Ah, nuts. Yep, You've only got thing. what you said. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I've only got what I said. So it was me talking to myself in the dark. Yeah. But I just, <laughs> I, I think we want to do this professionally. You you are doing this professionally. I, I am, am. This is I, officially, I am. A, you are doing this professionally. I, I'm right? there. There's none of right? this. No, there's none of this nonsense where just because you have two jobs, you are not a professional. If there was someone who... Uh, say they worked in a store, okay? They worked in a grocery store between nine and two in the morning, uh, two in the afternoon, sorry. And at six o'clock, they went and became a firefighter for the last five hours a day. And they were a firefighter for five hours a day every day. Would you? And you were on fire and they come up and you're like, no, sorry, can I have a professional, please? No, that's a professional <laughs> firefighter. Yeah. You don't do it full time, but you are a professional. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, I, I wanted to become my main and full career. Which is a yes. nerve-wracking concept, of course. Absolutely terrifying. But I've never been so scared and pressured in my entire life. And yet you've got to feel some relief that you're Absolutely. you're doing it, right? You know, you're there. You've got well, this, this option mean, of living a life where, you know, I, I dream of a day where I can go around a wedding table and I don't have to tell people that I'm a bouncer when they ask what I do for a living. You know, that, I mean, that would be, uh, well, I was uh, I was in an estate agency and no one likes estate agents. So I, I although it's a different field, I really like that. I don't tell people that I'm in an estate agency now. Yeah. Uh, or real estate. That sort uh, of stuff helps. But this isn't I'm not there. I am. It's the same as as if you look at the progression between the first day that you clicked start stream and the day that you retire from being a streamer because you are a huge success and you're millions and you don't need to do it anymore or don't want to do it anymore, or you've moved on to other things, or you're dead. If you, if you look at where you are, making partnership, remember when you started, you're like, I want to make partnership, and then, and then that's, I've made it, and then I've, I've, I've achieved. And then the day you hit partnership, it's massive, and you're huge, but you're like, you, this is just the start all of a sudden. Yep. I feel like that. I feel yeah, it's I huge, that. and I feel real accomplished by the fact that I've managed to grow to a size where I can go full-time. But this is the second step on a 30-step road. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you, you have to establish many things now, right? You need multiple income streams. I think we both agree that that's a thing. Unfortunately, you, income yeah. is, is a huge part of life if I want to eat and Yeah, I'm, know, I'm very passionate and, and... about not starving to death, right? I've heard that quote. I, 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 really, I really like not being dead. Yeah. Uh, and I like it when it rains that I don't get wet because I'm indoors. It's helpful. That's, it's that's helpful. A big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Revenue stream is if, if you want to take this to the next level, which we do, then that's that has to be a part of it. And it diversification. Diversification yeah. of content is is always going to be the key to that. And that's where I am at the moment. And that's I think that's where you are at the moment. And that's that's the big how oh. do you do it? How do you how do you plan for that? Yeah, diversification works two ways. It allows you to make multiple revenue streams. For example, if you get YouTube off the ground and your stream off the ground, you have multiple revenue streams in that direction. What it also does is lets you directly feed the two, uh, you know, two streams. So you can use Mixer to, to boost your YouTube and you can use your YouTube to boost your Mixer, yeah? Um, it's another we, platform to get your voice out there. Exactly that. We're, we're not in a position where we can take highlight clips from day one, republish them on YouTube and end up with 150,000 views by the end of that day. So no, remonetizing, remonetizing our mainstream content is not an effective strategy for us. We need something unique, something that stands out and something else. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair to say, right? And Nailed it. I think that that's the mistake that, that floats around a lot. And it's the mindset I was originally in, of course, is that you're, you sort of sat there, you're like, oh, well, that's what everyone else is doing. So I should do something like that. What well, the instinct uh, is immediately, I've just, I've just spent six hours streaming. I'll pull 20 minutes out of that stream that I just did and I'll, I'll re-put it up and, and people will want to come and watch it again. It's, a, it's, it's kind of arrogant when you really sort of <laughs> word is, it that way. This entire procedure is arrogant. It's bonkers. Mm, Look what we're doing. Yeah. It's bonkers. You are putting your face on the internet and asking you, people to love you. That's exactly uh, what you're doing. Lo not just love you, love you for your personality. <laughs> yeah, which, which I mean, in my, my specific situation, I've been told my whole life that that's not something that I need to let people see. You know, it's it's... It's one of the weirdest <laughs> things in the world because you're effectively trying to be forgive forgive the religious reference. It's not something I usually link to, but you're effectively trying to become a preacher. You're, you, I, I, I suppose a preacher is the best analogy I can come from, but you're trying to get into a position where you can influence people because that's how one makes revenue in this stream. Sorry, in this in this field, it's how you become successful. It's how you become the marketable product. I mean, Ninja, PewDiePie. Tim the Tapman, Dr. Lupo, they all have... I'll tell you what they have in common, right? Here's what they have in common. They've all mastered the brand. They know exactly what they're selling and they know exactly to whom they're selling it. And they all do a lot of work for a higher purpose. So they all do like Guardian Con stuff. You know, or they very, do these charity I'm very events. very interested in getting into a... a um, and my long-term plan is, is to get into a position where I've grown to a stage where I can start using that that influences i guess the best word for it is that that ability to then then not pay it forward but to start making things better making yeah, the world to make a, a difference yeah leave a than, mark then when right? we start i don't even need to, to be my mark i just want to use i want to know that i left it better than i found it which i think is an, an as you get older is a, a view that you have because it's not something i'd ever have at 20 Le legacy I I would right. have had. legacy is my my overarching absolute driving force behind all of this. I, I want to be able to tell my children, look, I went through life with 
um, you know, doing these jobs that I was doing. I was warehousing, I was bouncing nightclubs. I was, you know, head of security for a number of years. And this is what I did because it fit the situation at the time. But when I got the shot, when I got the chance to do something that I enjoyed and that I loved, I, I, I got both my hands and I went after it. You know, I did 18 hours a day. I pushed 18 hours a day to get the stuff off the ground. I got it off the ground. I got my partnership. Now I'm up at seven in the morning. I do the school run. As soon as I sit down at half nine, 10 o'clock, we start again, right? If I can show my kids, even if it's just my kids, that a kid from the, a poor kid from a council estate can make his life what mine has become, where you have a sensible job doing something you love. And I did it without anybody's help, just a load of hard work. I think that's the best thing you can ever leave a person, right? Is is a strong, oh, a good, solid it's a good message legacy. to give to your kids. Yeah, I want them to be that. I don't want them to be entitled. I don't want them to go through life thinking that the world owes them a favor because this world doesn't owe us anything. You know, I think as we go forward, that's something that might end up happening with the world is that it all gets a little bit entitled, and I I don't want my well, kids see, to to feel you that. See, that's, you know, that's very much even in this is such a new space, streaming content creation. Even though YouTube's been around for a while. Twitch has been around for for years now. It's still it's still a very new space. This is still a new industry that even people who are in, influencing the the industry, even if you look at brands and uh, companies that are using the that the industry as as a marketing tool, still don't fully understand it. They don't they don't get what's good and what's bad about it. They're still learning as they go. But even though it's this new, you still get people who are. Well, why aren't I getting this? Why I, I turn my stream on? Why aren't I getting fifty views? Why isn't Mixer? Why isn't Twitch putting me on the front page? Why aren't? I? And there, there's no. I needed to spend a year earning it. It's always I started, so why haven't I got it? This isn't. Why is this being given to this person and not me? And that and is that, a really hard attitude to get out of, and I fought hard to get out of that attitude. I, I think that's the young man's attitude. I think that's that's. I I say to my wife. I wish I'd started this this content creation so much earlier in my life when opportunity was there. I let a friend talk me out of it because I trusted his opinion more than I should have done. That was a mistake. I'm in it now. And looking back, I couldn't have done this when I was when I was younger. I wouldn't have had the work ethic to pull it off. I wouldn't have had the drive to pull it off. Because this, this is a terrifying space to work in because there is no template. If you want to get, you know, exactly as you said, it's so new that there's no template. We're seeing now the emergence of stream coaching. We're seeing people that believe they can tell you the cookie cutter answer. Or I don't, I don't know. like those. Particularly, well, I, I don't think there is a is a, a a stream coaching is is something that isn't not quantifiable. I agree, and I certainly wouldn't like to take guidance off somebody that couldn't show me a track record. That's that's not how I work in the world. If somebody can't show me that this, you know. If I take an X and Y, and then I've turned it into X and Y. If Ninja you know, said to you, I will teach you, I won't give you my viewers, but I will teach you how to be a good streamer. That wouldn't be valuable to you because that's not, not, of course not. the path would be different. The, the way the way you get there is, is there's too many ways it could go. He, if it's not for the right turn of fate, you could be exactly the same person and, and yeah, get luck, luck is an aspect mm. of what we do. Luck is, an, is, is quite an aspect. I mean, for, you know... Uh, Ninja was was grinding away for five years on games before the Fortnite explosion. He he yeah. went to Fortnite. He went at it. He did the you know the the speech where he said I, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. And boom, he blew up because of Fortnite or with Fortnite. And he was and he was one of the top players within Fortnite anyway. Before take away streaming, he was still very successful within. He was a pro gamer within the game prior yeah. too, wasn't he? So 
you know, and, and so that's that, a very different route that, that we would take because that's, we're not that's the same with Doctor Disrespect. He was also a pro gamer um, in Call of Duty, I believe, and he started his channel in Halo with open mic. That's what he did. He used the open mic system to get his character across within Halo. And interesting, I didn't know. That. You know, these 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 things. That, exactly as you said, the path is never an A to B in a, in any aspect whatsoever. And I think the streaming space in general is incredibly new, and. Mm. There is never going to be a, cook, a cookie cutter because if there was cookie cutters, all streamers would technically be the same thing, you know. Which, which that's that I think is the risk with the sanitized brand we were talking about earlier, is that you end up becoming that, you know, your personality drips out of the whole thing and you don't quite ever manage to convey it properly and things like that. And I think that's a genuine risk in what we do is that you don't become too sanitized, so to the point where you lose all your personality coming through. And there's an element to, of luck. If you try to appeal to everyone, you're not. You appeal you're to not no being, one. Yeah, you're yeah. not being honest. You're very disingenuous, and and but, you're you're faking it. And but I don't if somebody think, like came, said, you can't. If somebody came to you and said, you yeah. know, I you need to niche down because you need to cut fifty percent of your audience out, um, they obviously don't mean your current audience, but they do mean your prospective audience going forward. Um, that's that's a scary concept, don't you think? That feels scary yeah, to me. The idea of niching down, the idea of ever saying anything controversial uh, on Twitter or anything else is is strange. And yet, I see so many influencers that influencers that do exactly that, and I know why they do it. It's because that's their brand. Uh, probably... That's another thing I've been thinking about: is that that you're we and you're like me. You're very careful about how you present yourself on the things that are like Twitter that are forever, as far as I'm concerned. They can always be found on an old tweet. Um, I wouldn't bash people because you'd look into sort of placate the brands that are already out there. But rather than looking at the brands, what they want from you, surely you should be looking at what they, you want from them. And if a brand, if you don't fit a brand because of who you are, then that brand didn't fit you because of who you are. And that doesn't fit you because of who they are. There's, this is a, a symbiotic relationship. It works both ways. So if you are a little bit more brash and if you are a little bit more opinionated and the brand doesn't like that, then it's a loss for both sides. It absolutely is, but you got it's a to, different way of looking at it. You got to pick your battles as well, right? Right. But. I mean, let's let's take a classic example. This last week, uh, just before E3, Doctor Disrespect tweeted, uh, "Mobile gamers aren't real gamers." Perfect example that, of this. That's polarizing as part of his brand. Exactly. Yeah, and that puts me off of watching him. But that's that fair. Puts, which means it puts off brands from going to him. The but it also encourages other brand, uh, other brands, right? It encourages mm. the alpha. He, he, the alpha male thing is his is his cell, as I see it. That's what I see. He's the alpha male, yep. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he's the brash man at the tea party, and I think that works well for him. Well, it obviously works well for him. The man makes considerable amount of money. He he pulls his viewers, and more importantly, he manages to retain his viewers. I find over a bit of what he finds. Well, he had. He's in a position where he's he's grown above some of the problems that we would have. Would that would inhibit our growth? But he's got a level of growth that allows for that. Like for example, this whole bathroom incident, him getting suspended. Mm -hmm. That would, if you did that, your career is over. Yes, I agree. You will never re bounce back from that. He'll yep. restream next week and be fine. Yep, I'm, I'm right so with you. He he's allowed to do not. A, he is allowed, but the, his position allows for him to 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 sort of. Take a, take a, a gamble more than we can. Um, and I've, I've been ever, looking at 
at that. On on a personal level, do you ever worry about? I mean, I if I, I I pay attention to my Twitter analytics as I see it as the most important of the social medias in regards to what we do. If I lose two or three followers, it genuinely bugs me. You know, because used I, to my scale is obviously within the tens. Can you imagine how that feels when you're up at you know you, you're losing people in the thousands or gaining people in the thousands every day? Do you think, ever panic at the scale of something like that? It's terrifying. No. No, see, I, I, I don't take the same view as you. I think with, with Twitter, and I used to up until very, very recently, uh, we're talking recent months, if not recent weeks, that I would, I'd get very, very paranoid about, uh, and this, this goes for follows on everything. This goes for follows on, on Twitter, on, on Mixer. This goes for um, all of the, 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 the platforms that we work on. I, I used to be, oh, I lost a, I lost a follower this week, oh, but maybe I'll get two tomorrow and then I'll leave. And I used to be very much centric on that. Whereas now I try to look at it as, okay, they followed, unfollowed me and that sucks, but I wasn't connected to them. So it doesn't matter. They didn't connect to me. I didn't connect to them. They weren't part of the community or they weren't part of, there was something that there was a disconnect there that, that neither of us are really going to lose out on. Um, it's an, it's a useless metric them following me if they don't care about anything I've got to say. Sure. Try to I, take that view on it. I get that. I 100% get that. And that's and and this, it's not quite what I meant. What what I mean is, doc, say Dr. Disrespect does the the, the controversial hmm. tweet, or a, a streamer does a controversial tweet. Not to the... Now, never go full silly on it. You know, I'm not talking about one that is outright offensive. That's not what well, I mean not being, all, He's not right? being accidentally racist or homophobic yeah, or something like that. He's like just that. said, gamers, you're not a gamer if you play on, on mobile phone. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, an almost gate, gatekeeper-esque yeah. thing, you know. Uh, it's obviously going to cause derision, uh, d sorry, division uh, between between the brands. But he must lose a chunk of followers from that and gain a chunk of followers of that. Do you think that gives him a more solidified brand or a more yes, solidified because, audience? I, I think that because, strengthens him. Because it polar, it, it's exactly what he's looking for, right? Yeah, he, it, it carves out the ones that are not going to stand with him and gains people who will. And it's... A weird thing to say, especially when you're when you're looking at he may lose a thousand followers, but then if he's got a hundred thousand, the the and he gains a thousand, it, it, the numbers it's it, it scouts, I think. So it, yeah. it's it's the same as you losing two. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, and, just, and I uh, think he'll, he'll I probably take so much as you're it. you're almost converting. You know the non. God damn it! This this phrase. Non-believers. The non-believers. Non preachers into believe. But I I believe that's. I, I think yeah, that's what it's we a are. Very, it's a very strong analogy. It's it's I can't think of another one to describe it like that because that is ultimately what you're trying to do. You're trying to get people to say, "Look, believe in me. I want you to believe in me. Support me with your time. You know, you financially all of this. This is what we rely on the community for. Um, and and I Isn't think that what that, all community know, leaders do, though. Is that not that in, in, in look at it as politics more than more than religion? It's the same. It's the same basic thing. Is you're you're strengthening those connections to the people you are connected with, and you are ostracizing separating the, the others, people yeah. exactly because those ones that aren't will be the ones that will argue with you. So when you say uh, if you're a mobile gamer, you're not a gamer, then the people who have left stop arguing with you, and the people that have stayed will then strengthen your next tweet, and they'll all. And if you'd look through his tweets afterwards, there was a. I'd say 90% of the tweets that came from it were, yeah, they're not really, are they? And I don't have that attitude. So it kind of, what bothered me wasn't what he said, because what he said was just, he doesn't necessarily believe that. He may or do, he may not do. But he said it because it was his brand. And it because it's on brand, that's yes. who, 
exactly that's who he was as a as a personality but every single comment was other people who believed what he was saying and and agreed with it and i think that's what we're trying to do right that's exactly what you're trying to build just trying to connect you know? with people who are like you yeah yeah which that's is a terrifying thought <laughs> nah i'm amazing oh uh, yeah right okay <laughs> roll with that bro you're i like just me, don't worry i just <sighs> I often worry. I, I won't voice a, a divisive opinion on Twitter. I will deliberately avoid doing it. And there are things I, that I am smart enough to not comment on, despite the fact that yes. I feel passionately about and feel like I'm in the right about. But I, I know I don't come out as a win on this, so I shut up. Some arguments, some fights are just not worth having. I'd agree with that. I'd, I'd agree with that. But Plus, the, we're both positive people. Or at least you want to be a positive person. You, I go uh, yeah. into every day trying to make people at the end of it and this is i've had this conversation a hundred thousand times on stream where you'll get someone come into my stream who doesn't know me and say hey you're trash or something to that effect is that that person didn't know me so that their end game was to make me feel bad it didn't make me feel bad because you know you can't do this without a tough skin but their end game was to make me feel bad that's the complete opposite mindset that i have i want everyone who popped in for 30 seconds to feel better after they left i want everyone who spent four hours to feel better after they left I don't get yeah. that mindset of making people feel bad. Yeah, I, it, it's beyond me as well. It's beyond me. But I, get, I think that's an age thing. I think it just comes to an age thing. I mean, those, those technically are the people that I'm trying to reach with what I'm doing because they're obviously messed up somewhere. You know, and I want to be able to say to them, look, I know everything's a little bit rough right now, kid, but you work it out. It does, it does work out. It gets better. You know, it does just get better. You know, uh, a big part of the reason I've... I've pulled myself out of whatever situation I was in, you know, council houses, alcohol, alcoholic parents, all that fun stuff is, you know, you meet someone like you, you meet your wife or you meet a very good friend and they kind of cling on to you and they're like, come on, let's just get through it. You know, um, and tying your, tying your self-esteem to the opinion of someone who shouldn't matter is a, is a very dangerous game to play. Um, and that common though, it is exceptionally common. common, exceptionally common people. People could look through a page of 40 positive healthy comments and pick the bad one you know the one bad one that's in the middle of it and i'll and, crush you well yeah. it, it does yeah if you don't have the thick skin i mean like i said i bounced nightclubs for a long time i've got a thick skin i'm okay with stuff but that again you look at that if that sort of thing happens on a pewdiepie or a disrespect or a ninja or any of those sort of bigger influences that you know the ones that you look up to to a degree or at least pay attention to is that a better phrasing um, the, they will have people that will defend them. You know, they, they, they're zealots to these people. They're absolutely in belief, you know. Um, yeah, because it was obviously, there was that article about PewDiePie saying exactly that, wasn't there? They were worried about he could mobilize this this army of followers he has, you know. Um, that's, but that's the definition of influencer. Just And that's uh, not just these yeah. professions influencers, that's politicians, that's religious leaders, that's it's, it's community leaders of any kind, anywhere is that you've got these people that are a strong enough personality to be able to, to raise a group of people that are like them. But isn't it bloody marvellous that you can do that from your front room now? I think that's, that's the, the biggest change in technology is that now everyone can be one of those people. You have a if, voice if you want it. It's mm. right there, you know. Um, I just, to, to, circle back, to circle back and sort of get close to wrapping up, I... I like circling back. Yeah. I, I think that the sanitized brand is ultimately what you try and achieve whilst managing to cling to your personality, right? 
So you never quite lose yourself, yet you cut out enough bad bits that you can, you know, relate to brands and you know exactly what it is that you're looking for in an audience. And over time, you take out the outsiders and you bring the others closer to you. Is that, is that, you I know, like to is, see it as I want to be the best version of me. Honestly I honestly thought on you camera. were going to sing Pokemon right then. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't know the words, but I'll look them up for the next one. Okay. Uh, we'll start, we'll <laughs> we'll start the podcast with, uh, with me singing. Um, <laughs> so I want to be the best. <laughs> I want to do Pokemon. <laughs> I can be the very best. Um, I want to be the best version of me on camera. Yeah. And I want that to become the best version of me off camera. I like that. I want, I want one thing to influence the other. Yeah, um, I and like I think that. that's, I think that's working quite a lot. And if anyone who has, has been around for, for years, if you look at how I was as a person four years ago, barely angry, not angry, but like grumpy and quick to rage quit or quick mm -hmm. to shout at teammates and all that to who I am now. I still have my little moments. Don't get me wrong. I still got to, I'm a ranter now. I don't get angry, but I rant. Streaming has made me better, I think. And I, I, it's like that outside. You know, I, I, the amount of times I'd shout at a game is the same as I'd shout if I was driving. And I just don't do that so much anymore. So I think that I think one thing can influence the other. Yeah, I, th I the think the best person you'd be. I mean, when I when I was younger, I I wrote a list. I like lists, me. And I wrote a you list, are a list of guy. all the things that I thought were the traits that a good man should have. And you're such a nerd. I know I'm such a nerd, but that's how such it existed. I, you, I, after you finish writing, you put these pens back in your pocket protector. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I did was I shoved them up the arse of skinny nerds like you. Right. <laughs> I I didn't have a, I didn't have a strong male influence, so I made my own. And you wrote one. Yeah. I wrote one. That's yeah, I made it. it. I made it. And over the course of the years, now I can sit down and that list, the traits that I would like to add to my personality, are, are very few. You know, I'm happy with who I am as a person, and I try to convey that in stream. A genuine concern is that one day you end up in a position where you you need to make some money out of this and a brand offers you a deal, but it requires a person, not a personality change, but, you know, some sort of personality muting almost. And how the hell are we going to handle that? Because like you said, it all scales, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what personality change that they would want that you are concerned by. I think that generic is is best when it comes to sort of the way you present yourself in a don't swear don't talk about sex. Don't don't go into these religious political conversations that we all mm -hmm. know to avoid on stream because they're dangerous. Don't, yeah. they, exactly, they're, they're just incendiary. Incendiary is the best the best way of putting it. So I can't see them wanting to you to do anything beyond those. And we already want to be the most welcoming place. You always want the people to come in, feel like you want them to be there, and they want to be there. Mm -hmm. So we already we already not censor ourselves, but we already treat it that way. It's not. It's it's the it's just a it's just how we already are. So I don't think there's going to be any problem, or there would be any problem on there. And if anything is outside of that, I'd turn it down. Well, saying no is definitely one of the strengths, right? Yeah, I, I, there's no there's no reason to to say yes. Um, money's a big there's a big thing, but I can't imagine if anyone is willing to offer you enough money for you to want to change, they probably aren't going to need you to change because yeah, otherwise they wouldn't be offering you the money anyway. So I think in the long run that your your fears are manufactured in your head. Yeah, of course they are, but that's what this job is. This is the most terrifying thing I've ever known in my life, you know. I've never How done do you... a job with such unrelenting 
negative reinforcement. <laughs> exactly. There's so much life. pressure. There's so much pressure, and it never got. It obviously never goes away. You know, no, even Ninja it, it, has scales. to strive to stay relevant. You know, well, he, if Ninja's got a million people watching him on one day, and then nine hundred thousand the next day, he dropped a hundred thousand views. What's would, that? What's that going to feel like? That, what yeah, could that feel like? It's got to be. It, I mean, you've got to turn them off, right? You've got to not pay attention. You've got to. I, I, I mean, I don't have my viewer numbers on anyway. I don't have a, a list of chatters open or anything like that. What I do is I look back on my analytics over the fortnight or over the week, you know, so, and check them that way. That's that's how I find it best See, that's to operate. That's very, very different to the way I approach it. I always have analytics up. I always have a viewer count up and I always have a chatter list up. And I know the common, um, the common advice that anyone seems to give is hide numbers and i just don't subscribe to it i just don't think it's a good idea i think you should always know what your numbers are because if you're playing a game or or doing a web show or doing whatever event you're doing for that day and you've got 50 people watching you for argument's sake and then 10 minutes later you've got 35 people you did something in that time that, that changed the tone or changed why the retention number people aren't there because you did something and it might not be anything bad but it just you, i live edit um and i'm pretty good at knowing I did something bad just then and, and, and holding composure enough to, to cover it. I see. And, and rebound back from it. And if I don't know, I can look back and say, right, well, I had 40 viewers for the whole stream, but that didn't account for the fact I had 50 at one point and 30 at another point because I started talking about football or I talk, started talking about sport or I started talking about something else or I changed the game or we didn't, rather than doing X game type, we changed into a different one and it people didn't respond to it because I got overly focused. I can't I can't do that unless I know the numbers. Yeah, I, I see. I, I understand. I, I don't work that way, but I understand it. It takes um, it takes a very different attitude to do that because then you've also got to balance out um hi, I'm high energy. Hi, I got fifty viewers. Oh crap, I've only got thirty. I feel bad. Yeah, that's that's you've got to balance that, that out. You're not able to I like yeah. to deliver the same. I mean, a friend of mine once said to me in my early streams, he was like, more, more people means more fed. That was the way he said it to me. It's like, and you, you know, it was dangerous at the time. I was getting overly excited and, you know, trying to hold uh, static energy, be, being flat. Now, that's not, it's not the word I want, but being consistent. You're being consistent. Be, yeah. Being consistent from start to end was something I worked really hard to bring to my stream. And you I, know, can, I can um, say you've done it well. Well, I appreciate it because it was a, uh, it was an effort. You know, I don't oh, want to lose energy. energy. Um, but I, you know, I do things like I have the set break at nine o'clock to go and get a cup of tea, that sort of stuff, you know. You know, the end game of this is that you become the saleable product. I said, do you ever worry that you're going to lose yourself a little bit for that? No, no, because my my end is it. I, I'm not aiming for sponsorships. I, I'd love a sponsorship. I, I want to get in a position where the, the, the job, the, the business part of streaming is... Uh, is allowing me to have a comfortable enough a life where I don't have to stress about bills. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want X company to, but I'm not necessarily looking at a company in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not my end goal. I want to get to that point where then I can I can do what I'm doing comfortably and then start. You just want the stability, right? I'm, yeah, I'm looking at stability, yeah. and that may change. Things things do change. When I first started, I wanted to be. The ninja of when I started, ninja wasn't a thing. But the ninja of time, it was like Dan's gaming, and I wanted to be King of Hallion, and I wanted to be have thousands of people, and I still want to grow, and I still want to be big, and I still intend to get to a stage where that is. But my my goals have changed around that. My goals have changed to to what I can affect. But I wanna I wanna be able to 
be in a place where I can help other content creators get to where they want to be. I want to be able to provide production quality stuff that isn't just live, but is not live. Uh, it's pre-recorded, and and I want to then be able to do charity drives, and I, I want to affect a lot of different things that are further ahead than me gaining just sponsorship. So I look, I'm looking further on than that, and it's allowed me to not stress about that. I like that. Yeah, I see that. That may last this week, and next week I might be freaking out. But <laughs> at the moment, I'm feeling very zen. Freaking out is what about we do, the mate. Whole thing. It's what we do. I, I can, I'm controlling it right now, and it Good. might be that I'm, I'm on my initial. Look, I've just gone full time. There is a elation to that. There is a comfort to that, despite the fact that now this needs to afford my rent and my electric and my internet. And let's not list all my bills because I will start panicking. <laughs> but <laughs> but I need I, if I can cover that, which I'm buffered for for a little bit because I've not done this on a whim. If I and I'm growing to a size where I can see that that being covered, I can then start looking at the bigger picture for me. Good. The end goal is important, mate. The end goal is important, and it sounds like we both have a similar one. Just somewhere to leave a little bit of a mark on the world, right? We gravitate towards each other for a reason. We've got a very similar attitude to streaming, as in what we want, not only for it to achieve for us, but we want to achieve for the community. The commu We want to yeah, give certain whole, yeah. things to them, and then we want them to get that from us. We know roughly how we want to get there. Uh, we both the specifics have now. It's yeah, it's specifics. just... It's just... It's, it's like... Um, YouTube and it's like Instagram and it's like Twitter. You want to you want to look strongly, and I think this is what held us back or has held us back from some sort of running face first into say YouTube, where you want to make sure that the tone of what you're doing is correct and it fits in with what your big picture is. I can I can bang out a ton of YouTube videos today, but they don't feature towards what I want YouTube to be. Twitter, I I, I don't want Twitter to be my billboard of hey I'm live. So I don't yeah, do yes, live so. tweets anymore. I don't say I'm live. I just, I've got a Discord channel. I've got a Discord channel within Discord that says I'm live. I tell people on Discord I'm live. Twitter people know or they come and follow on on Discord. I don't need to bug them every five day, every five seconds that I'm I'm live at whatever time. Yeah, I I, I tend to do like one in 14 for a live you, tweets now. I keep them I, very, I will very occasionally specific. tell them, yeah, one thing. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to use it as a billboard. Neither um, do I. I really love what you do with... Uh, Instagram. So that, yeah. that doesn't seem like you're advertising anything but yourself. You're just you're just being yourself on Instagram. Uh, you're not you're not telling people not to come and follow you on Mixer, but you're not constantly shoving something down your throat. You're creating something for them. Instagram is for them, not for you. Yeah. Well, I see it all as that way. You've always got to be looking at this from the from the point of view of the viewer. You know, of a viewer. Yeah. What would I like yeah, to user. see? Yeah. You know, is this going to hold or is it not? And I think. Uh, I think that's the trick, you know. Like we said, there are some entitled people that think they should just hit go live and have 40, 50 people turn up, and unfortunately, that's not the case. I want, you know, I did. Why haven't I got? Whereas yeah. that's not that's not how I look at it at the moment. No, that's no, nor is it. Might, like, might become different next week. <laughs> Time will tell, eh?